she's a writer podcaster strategist and a coach an avid seeker always curious about maximizing life and helping herself and others unlock their fullest potential she is the founder of being miraculous a community that facilitates high achievers in their journey from self awareness to self transformation by equipping them with insights one on one coaching and peer support she is an icf credentialed acc self awareness coach and co-founded a company called new were me where they are working towards democratizing access to coaching for students early managers and startup founders she is also a trained yoga teacher and a student for life she shares her insights on life and living through her blog and podcast called being miraculous in fact this being miraculous has caught my attention when i came across instagram post of one of my contacts and that's how i reached out to shweta with over 35000 listens the podcast helps listeners become more self aware and create the life of their dreams with insights self reflective questions and thought provoking interviews her life's mission is to concise the wisdom available in indian scriptures into actionable insights that ease friction in modern day life and she is also in the process of writing her first non fiction book so today we are going to chat with shweta shivaraman this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future friends i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe through the guiding voice successful leaders across the globe and renowned coaches share their knowledge and wisdom with our audience so that each one of you will acquire more knowledge and more wisdom by tuning into our platform than any other podcast in this space because we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career thank you so much for joining me and you are extremely pleased to have shweta shweta hearty welcome to the guiding voice and i'm super excited to have you today thank you so much thank you so much for all that you do uh, as a fellow it professional with such a huge mission uh, it's really great and i'm really glad to be a part of this conversation wonderful shweta let's get started i think you're touching every aspect of life and career that that's how what i felt after going through your profile and all yoga teacher podcaster writer strategist coach i think there you have not left any stone unturned right so i'm really curious about your career journey what made you to pick up all these things right so probably you can briefly share about your career journey with our audience sure sure i mean um, if somebody told me 5 years ago this is all these things would be uh, associated with my name i would have probably laughed and saying really but yeah it's been a dream come true so uh, just to give you a backdrop uh, my professional career officially started in 2014 when i completed my mba from xlri uh just like any other b school graduate uh, i was placed in one of the leading corporates uh, so i was part of tata administrative services it's a leadership program for it's like a flagship leadership program for the tata group uh, essentially we get deputed in different group companies and uh, you know work our way up from there so the role was great the people were great the exposure was great the projects were great but there was always this feeling of something missing something not being it you know there was this void there was always this constant need for something more and uh, i used to use travel as a crutch at that point i would uh, keep planning weekend to weekend all the long weekends all the holidays you know clubbing it traveling it exploring it just so that i can feel whole just so that i don't feel that void in me and over a period of time i realized this was unsustainable you know uh, it was uh, getting to a stage where i was like this is not how you can live life where it's just those brief moments where i experience life to the fullest and then i'm back to the grind and you know hate 
visiting Mondays and, uh, you know, doing everything. There was nothing wrong in terms of what was happening on paper. Everything was rose gold, right? But there was something missing in me. And in 2019 is when I took that leap and said, let me figure out what I want, right? So after a whole 25 years of existence, for the first time, I asked myself, what do I want? What do I really want to do in this life? Because until then, it was just a series of, you know, oh, I don't want to do science, let's do commerce. Oh, I don't want to do a CA, let me do MBA. My best friend wanted to go into an IM, so I wrote CAT with her and got into XLRI. So I didn't want to do finance or marketing. So I did general management. So it was always a series of elimination until that point. And I said, for the first time, I have no clue what I want to do in my life. And uh, that was my starting point in 2019. And it was a process of self-discovery one layer at a time. I started with writing. That was something that has always been part of my life since a very young age. So I started with writing, fell in love with podcasting. I loved the fact that uh, podcasting as a medium gave you a way to share uh, words with emotion, with that connection, and have that effect of one to many that really uh, made me fall in love with that process. So podcasting happened, podcasts resonated with more and more people. They started coming back to me and asking me, should I quit my job? Uh, you know, should I move out of my relationship? And these were questions I did not know answers to because uh, I was just sharing my life stories. So when these kind of questions came in, I was trying to figure out how can I equip myself or train myself to hold space for others to help them in their journey of self-discovery. And that's when it rained coaches in my universe. And I said, okay, uh, I went in and got my coach certification in 2020, uh, became an ICF credential coach in 2021. And yeah, the rest is pretty much history. So that's how it really started. <laughs> Quite an inspiring and awesome journey, Shweta. So now let's talk about the top three things that have helped you to be successful, because you have become a kind of guiding light to the rest of the folks around you, the community that you are building and all. They are trying to seek so many inputs from you and all, right? So what personally helped you? What are the top three things? Okay. So I think the first thing that really helped me was continuous contemplation and reflection. So I'm a very introverted by nature. So in a group setting, I'm the one who's quiet and just listening to people, observing people. And when I'm alone, the same thing happens. I start observing my mind. What are the patterns? What are the thoughts? What are the feelings? What are the what are my actions? Why am I acting the way I'm acting? Or why am I reacting the way I'm reacting? So it's been a series of contemplation and reflection. And I think uh, that has been one of my biggest pillars in terms of discovering and identifying what works for me, what doesn't work for me, who works for me, who doesn't work for me, all of those kind of uh, filter filtrations to understand myself. I would definitely say that's one. The second I'll probably say is books. Um, I'm an avid, avid reader. And I jokingly say that, you know, all the authors I love are like my gurus because I've really learned from them. I was not a very smart kid to begin with. Uh, I was quite quite a dud, actually. <laughs> so if, you, if you meet any of my school friends, they'll probably laugh, right? So uh, it books opened up a world to me that I did not even know existed. They opened up feelings in me. They opened up emotions in me that I did not know could be processed and felt. And uh, I would say books are the second thing that really helped me in my journey. And um, third, I'll probably say the courage to dream and never settle. Uh, I'm quite a fighter in the sense wherein I would, if something is not feeling right, I would do everything I can to get that to make it right for me, right? So I'm very fierce and a fighter that way. And I think uh, if I had settled for my uh, good job at five years ago, you and I would not be here having this conversation. So I think the having that courage to dream different and really fight for what I believe is right for me is the third thing I'd say that really helped. Wonderful. Moving ahead. When it comes to success, right? People chase money, chase roles, chase positions, 
and eventually get super busy where they lose peace of mind so people lose peace while chasing this success what's your take on that and can peace and success coexist as such is it possible that's our tagline saying that <laughs> to that peace and success are not uh, mutually exclusive i think i think what really happens is that um, we are not taught as children that success is subjective right when we grow up we are not taught that success can mean different things to different people we all believe that uh, even now right we all believe that the generic equation of what success is right having enough money amassing wealth you know having uh, becoming famous and being popular or having more wealth than you can imagine all of these things are considered to be successful right or maybe external accolades and awards and you know uh, validation from the world outside all of these are still considered the most popular metrics of success and i think that's where things go wrong right you you get you amass 1 crore and then you see you know uh, one of your same batchmates who just got a startup exit and uh, earned 30 crores and now suddenly your goal is 30 crores now you're going to be working from that 1 to 30 it's an endless game right you have one home in the heart of the city and you suddenly want a farmhouse <laughs> you know you see that you're a ceo of the company you want to be the board of the company for five companies right there is no end to that process so i think in i don't remember which book i read there was this very beautiful description that any goal really is something that comes to a natural end and you can move on from it once you do that but if you see our common metrics of success there is no end there is never enough you can always keep doing more and more and more and more and i think that's where we lose our peace of mind that's where we lose the connect with ourselves what we really value what is most meaningful for us because we don't know when to say that enough and i think i think success and peace can definitely coexist if we take the time to define what success means to us what is that personal definition of success for us if we are able to define that and deliberately intentionally work towards it there's no reason why the two of them can't exist together simply amazing and i can resonate with a few thoughts in terms of okay one goal after the other one success after the other right so yeah we, we keep getting so busy as, as you rightly mentioned people want to uh, acquire more and more properties more and more positions and all and while chasing that uh, we lose that uh, peace part of it but as you rightly mentioned i think there should be some sort of introspection that should happen and all yeah thank you for enlightening me as well as my audience and chita moving ahead we don't know what we don't know right and uh, i also strongly believe in self awareness will help us move to the next level in fact i do this uh, introspection while i am cycling while i am working out and i have dedicated me time every day right and uh, when we talk about self awareness how can we deepen the self awareness interesting question right so let's just step back maybe and see what is self awareness really right when we say self awareness what are we talking about it is being aware of say our own thoughts our own feelings our own actions right why do we react the way we react or how do we act the way we act so really deepening this understanding now what we need to realize is that awareness is not something we need to find it's not lost we just need to recognize it in ourselves that means that awareness is already there it's just that we don't pay attention we are busy in 100 other things so we don't pay attention to what is right here right now so to deepen self awareness there are millions of ways to do that right journaling is one meditation or contemplation reflection all of those are the other uh, meeting new people having new conversations exploring new territories all of these are ways wherein we can unlock a new aspect of ourselves that we didn't recognize until that time and 
I think what we need to realize is that awareness is a way of life. Like right now, as I'm speaking to you, as I'm moving my hand, as I'm moving my jaw and or, or making these words, as the sound is entering our ears, can we pay full attention to it? Can we be fully present? Can we be fully aware? And awareness is something that you can do doing literally anything, right? So can, when you're walking, can you take each footstep with complete awareness? When you're eating, can you eat with complete awareness? There is... There's no real out of the world practice that you need to do, right? That's why I'm a very big philosopher that you don't need to go to the Himalayas, experience a retreat to discover yourself. All that is a joke, right? You have to discover yourself in your relationships, in your chaos, in your work, in your hustle today, every single day. That's where that insight is meaningful because it's very easy for you to find that calm and peace in the mountains. But can you find that calm and peace here, right? So awareness also is something that you need to integrate as a way of your life. You know, I jokingly say that the highest goal I have for myself is to be out of work as a coach, right? Because each of us, if we become aware, we don't need answers from anybody else. We don't need a coach to tell us what, what is that space or hold that space for us to reflect. Our everyday life becomes an act of reflection and an act of awareness. That is the goal, wherein we can find that moment-to-moment awareness. So try to be aware, be present, experience what we are doing. That's that's what I could uh, figure it out and yeah, that's and my key takeaway. Yeah. In addition to that, I mean, all, all these practices help, right? So journaling, setting intentions, reflecting at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, continuous meditation. They all sort of uh, augment it further, but the general part of awareness is to pay attention every single moment. Yeah. That makes sense. And now you touched upon the journaling, right? Let's dive deep into journaling. How to use journaling to deepen the self-knowledge? And can it really help? What 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 has been your experience here, Sveta? So personally, I vouch for journaling as a practice, uh, mainly because I feel that the act of writing itself is a very cathartic experience, right? When you're able to express yourself in words, what happens is that when we are completely busy and firefighting day in and day out, right? When we are rushing from one meeting to the other, what what we are really doing is that there is no presence, there is no awareness, there is no understanding of what is going on in our heads, right? Which is how our most autopilot default modes of operations are. We don't even know what is going on. We yell, we are walking volcanoes, we have no idea what is triggering us. We're just all over the place, right? Journaling really helps us become aware, okay, this is something I'm feeling. Say, you know, every day morning you wake up and you journal and you say, today I'm feeling angry. Today I'm feeling angry. Today I'm feeling angry. The fourth or the fifth day, you're going to stop and say, hey, why am I feeling angry? Can I stop whatever is triggering me to feel that anger? It is self-correcting in that way because the minute you acknowledge and understand what is it that you're going through, course correction also happens right away, right? So journaling, I believe, is a practice that can really help you start being more mindful of, you know, where are you spending your time and energy? What is giving you joy? What is taking away all that energy? What are the triggers or the stressors that are not making you feel good? So all of these, you become aware of it. And once you become aware, awareness is curative in itself, because once you become aware, you'll take course corrections. You, If it is not right for you, you'll fix it. So I'd say journaling is a brilliant practice and you don't really need to have tools or techniques or anything. Pick up a book and a pen, start your day, just wake up in the morning and start by saying, what are you feeling? What are you thinking today? And you do that over a period of time, you'll start observing patterns, you know. These days, I usually feel like when I wake up in the morning, I'm feeling tired. Why am I feeling tired? What did I do the previous day? You know, very simple, simple things. For example, you know, I realize that when every time I get onto a mat after a heavy dinner, uh, I don't feel good in my body. 
so automatically once that awareness was there that pattern was drawn i was like okay i need to sort of have dinner maybe early or have a very mild dinner so that i'm feeling good about myself so it's all about really understanding what is going on in your head drawing patterns and trying to figure what the fix is right so just having that knowledge is useless but can you correct it and say what can i address so that this is no longer a problem this ties with my day job as a <laughs> business transformation expert wherein we we go dig a problem and try to find the root cause question the problem five times right ask why five times and then you'll figure out figure it out similarly when you are journaling at least you will understand the patterns and question that then we will get to know okay what course correction needs to be done wonderful beautifully explained uh, shweta that's oh, actually yeah. a technique the five wise yeah. five wise is a technique that's right that's yeah. right yeah wonderful moving ahead there is another term called self discovery right which we come across very frequently and all so what is the difference between the self discovery and self awareness sure. how to embark on self discovery journey so i think self awareness is the means through which you get onto the path of self discovery right so uh, when you start becoming aware is when you start discovering yourself and peeling and unpeeling the layers of who you are or who you say you are or who you think you are and i think embarking on the journey of self discovery i mean to put it very simply i think all we need to do is pause just stop running 24 by 7 even if it is simply 5 minutes in the day if you can simply breathe and say what is happening what has happened till now what am i planning to do next are they meaningful are they necessary first of all you know half the things we do probably aren't even necessary right so i think the embark on the journey of self discovery all we need to do is simply pause and be a witness as i'm talking to you also can i be a witness am i fully present here or is my mind somewhere else about the next meeting i have at 10:30 or about the next thing i have to do can i be fully present and simply be a witness be a witness in every single moment self discovery will automatically happen you don't have to magically do anything the point is we need to do stop stop being busy doing all the other things that is not us the minute we can and we can do this and i also want to make a point here to say that you know um, one of the common things that i most of my clients come to me is saying that i don't have time uh, i think that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves it is not about time it is really really about whether or not it's priority for you you cannot tell me that you do not have 5 minutes in a day to simply sit quietly and reflect nobody is that busy nobody so really saying is if if it is a priority even through our hustle and even through our busy lives we can make time for self discovery and the point is to start small just pause and reflect what is going on and some days maybe you will not even get an answer but stick with it consistently stick with the practice and you will get there you have hit the right card about the time management it's all about priority and we can probably wake up an hour early to manage things right go to bed early and wake up early for example today usually i wake up at 8 o'clock but today i woke up at 6:00 because of my other commitments i have to prioritize things right why anybody can do it it's all about spending less time sleeping or finding giving it the right priority as rightly mentioned i think yeah. one of the simplest things that i always ask people to do is right just observe where you're spending your time on a 24 hour basis you will be amazed at how much those Two minute scrolls actually become fifteen minutes and add up to a lot more time over the period of a day. <laughs> I I was about to mention that because we indeliberately we end up spending a lot of time on those devices and all. We have to be mindful about how much time are we spending and all. Yeah, it, it yeah. is absolute need of the hour. Just be watchful about how much time are we spending because 
unknowingly we are spending more time than required and not able to focus or prioritize other important things and all yeah wonderful point and i'm enjoying every bit of it shweta i am loving <laughs> the conversation let's move ahead and talk about the emotions right how do we handle the emotions <laughs> big one i think i probably recorded like 15 minute episodes on this but we'll do we'll do a, di- a deep dive in, uh, in any of the future <laughs> podcasts but probably a brief snippet <laughs> yeah i think i think what we need to understand is that while we might be very literate and educated uh, we are very very emotionally illiterate right if i were to simply ask you what are you feeling right now you'll be like i'm feeling good you know and if you go back and look at the emotion wheel good is not even an emotion right it <laughs> we don't even know what we are feeling at any given point of time and the second is that we are very complex beings right that means our mind can process a couple of things in different directions at the same time and we are probably feeling three to four emotions at once you might be feeling happy hey i'm having this conversation and you might be feeling sad saying hey because of shweta i had to wake up at 6am in the morning today right so there are three four feelings uh, you know kinds are kind of conflicting with each other in our heads the whole time every single moment right and with every piece of information we taken we feel a different emotion right that's why social media and everything takes away a lot of our energy because you know you see somebody vacationing somewhere you feel you know happy and at the same time you feel jealous you feel you see someone uh, you know posting about some sad meme and you connect with them and you also feel sad or you think about a loss that you had in your life right just by looking at memes i'm saying we go on an emotional roller coaster every nanosecond of our lives and we are completely completely not aware about it the thing the the way to actually get in control or un- is to really understand what are we feeling when we are feeling it why we are feeling it right so i'll probably say that the first step to really handle our emotions is the same thing as the self discovery to pause pause long enough to ask how am i feeling today what what makes me feel so right and when you pause and uh, you know reflect try and identify you know this is right name it to tame it so name the emotion you're feeling if it is jealous if it is envy if it is uh, anger if it's frustration whatever it is name that emotion so that you feel uh, that emotion completely acknowledge the fact that it's present right we have a way of acknowledging anything good in us but not, not you know ignore anything that's bad uh, we just say that it doesn't exist we ignore it we shove it under the carpet pretend it it's not even there but can we acknowledge both the pleasant and the unpleasant emotions in us and then once we acknowledge its presence really process it try and draw patterns what makes me feel this way maybe waking up first thing in the morning and if i look at instagram i know for a fact that i'm going down an emotional black hole so can i not do that maybe i'll i'll check my phone only after an hour after i wake up right so really drawing patterns and understanding what triggers are causing us to feel the way we feel and then acting on it again like i said no point sitting on that knowledge if you don't take corrective measures to fix it so really figuring it out and I think staying in touch with emotions on a day-to-day basis will help us find that equanimity, yeah. so that we're not fluctuating all throughout the day. I, I can share a real-life example. In fact, I also follow this: uh, uh, not opening the devices of at least up to one hour after I wake up, and at least once I'm prepared, okay, to get rolling for that day. Then only I'll open my mobile phone. Recently, it happened to be like wherein someone called me. In fact, my friends and my close family members, everybody knows that. you have to call him only after 9 o'clock or after uh, certain time and all and i also don't use it be- one hour before bed so recently what happened is one person has called me at uh, an hour okay before my the intended time because he or she is not aware 
and that actually played with my emotion my entire day was uh, messed up you know because it was a kind of some critical situation of course which i don't have much control on it but still i've gone ahead and uh, i spoke to that person and later on my entire day was not as good as it should have been right so i decided okay just let me put my phone on flight mode because in case if somebody has to contact me they have my mom's number as well as my wife's number where they can reach out to but uh, i can resonate with it in terms of okay not to use the devices at least an hour or one and a half hour until after you wake up at least right because it is going to definitely play a lot of role in terms of setting our emotion for rest of the day very well put mm-hmm. through shweta this has been <laughs> wonderful conversation but let's add some spice to the episode so that our audience will get to know the other side of Shweta. Are you ready for a quick rapid fire round? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's go ahead. Can you share three items from your bucket list? Oh, okay. Um, I want to get party certified. I want to um, publish my book and uh, do a 10-day Vipassana retreat. Wow. Good luck. I'm sure you will do it. Moving ahead. What is the best piece of advice that you have received so far? Be patient. Good things take time. I'm following that. <laughs> absolutely yeah can you describe yourself in just one word seeker seeker wonderful and uh, what is one thing that you would correct in your past or share a life-changing incident you can pick either of them i don't believe in correcting the past i fully believe that every experience in our life is really important for us to have the wisdom and the understanding you know i currently have so definitely definitely no no regrets about the past Wonderful. Last one for the rapid fire. If you were given a chance to invent an electronic gadget, what would it be? Or <laughs> whatever the gadget that you wish to see. Oh gosh, I would want self-charging devices. I'm so tired of wires and chargers and things to plug every single time. If they can just keep their own life, it'll be great. But you know, <laughs> there will be a lot of demand for digital detox detox experts and all, right? Because people will completely be glued to the screens then in case if we have the self-charging <laughs> device. Let's see. That's true. That's true. But, but gosh, it's just so tiring. Like I think I've put a blanket rule on all my family saying that you're not getting me anything that requires a charger, right? You know, uh-huh. just, just so many things that I have to keep plugging in. It's a pain. All right. Great rapid fire. And with that, let's flip back to the mainstream. And before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation, Shweta. What will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or lives? You can pick either of them. Uh, I think uh, I would just say dare to dream. Uh, If we continue to play small, our lives will be small, right? There is nothing is going to change. So really, you know, dream big, dream wild. Take those moonshots, believe in yourself and have the faith, I think, that if something is right for you, it will find its way no matter what. Profound advice. And uh, where can our audience reach out to you and listen to your podcast? In your words. Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can find Being Miraculous, that is B-E-I-N-G-M-E-R-A-K-L-I-S on any of the podcast listening apps. So Spotify, Apple, Google, Ghana, wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll find us there. And I'm also available on Instagram in the same handle, Being Miraculous. And if you want me to find find me on LinkedIn, I'm available there as Shweta Shivraman. Wonderful. Happy to connect. Wonderful. So anyways, I'm going to publish all the details in the show notes, just in case if you have noted. And uh, Shweta, this has been fabulous conversation. And I personally learned a lot. Thank you so much for your time and all the insights. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Naveen. Thank you for having me here. 
All right, so it was pleasure hosting Shweta. And folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a small request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have loved this conversation and found the episode useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Now, let's hop into the previous segment of today's episode. So today we had a great conversation around self-awareness, dealing with emotions, self-discovery, and how to be different in terms of how to also find peace while achieving success. So I would like to touch upon a new concept called anisognosia. So it is about psychological lack of self-awareness. Here self-awareness is used as a psychological term and it is called as pathological lack of self-awareness is called as anisognosia and may be related to frontal lobe damage. And some of the notorious mental illnesses have an element of uh, anisognosia to them. Example, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, dissociative identity disorder, which is DID or multiple personality disorder, which is known before MPD and autism spectrum disorder. So I'm repeating the concept. It is called as anisognosia, where a person lacks self-awareness, right? That's why they'll be relying too much on people around them. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, in case if you have any topic recommendations or speaker suggestions, you know where to reach me. You can find me on social media platforms by Navin Samala or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. I am your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, but a passionate learner on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful one.